I think simply buying less, buying more mindfully, being a more mindful consumer, asking yourself, do I need this? When you go into the grocery store, am I going to cook this? What am I going to cook with this? Sometimes you look into your grocery cart and there's a lot of things that look good, but they don't really make sense together. It's like, what am I gonna actually make with all these things? And that's where we have a risk of waste happening. Hello, thank you so much for checking out Earth Care, the interview series that's dedicated to understanding the ways we can care for the earth and each other. I'm your host, Sarah Christie, and I'm on a mission to make climate change an approachable and not so overwhelming conversation for everyone. On this podcast, we meet climate heroes, activists, experts, entrepreneurs, and get their take on how we can help save the planet. And during this episode, we're learning how to do that while food prepping in the kitchen. Brennan Kai is an eco-communicator who focuses on sustainability, climate justice, and low-impact and plant-based living. Through the content that Brennan shares on TikTok and Instagram, she has built this welcoming and curious community who are excited to see what new tricks she'll share next that will inevitably benefit the planet, each other, and our wallets. She describes herself as an imperfect environmentalist, and in a true serendipitous fashion, Brennan was born on Earth Day. Now March, we're still in it, it's Nutrition Month. We kicked it off with Dr. Kate Perizzo teaching us about the environmental and economic impact of food waste. Then Max Hansgen spoke about the importance of farmland preservation and the health benefits that are paired with having access to local produce. So now that we have a deeper understanding of the vital role that food plays in our personal health and the health of this planet, it's time to learn how to not take it for granted at the household level. This is a quote by author and environmental campaigner Tristram Stewart. It says, cutting food waste is a delicious way of saving money, helping to feed the world, and protect the planet. That's really the theme for this conversation. Brennan Kai is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to food preservation and low-waste recipe hacks, and I'm just so excited for her to share a few of them with us today to kickstart our waste reduction journey in the kitchen. Here it is, my Earth Care conversation with Brennan Kai. I figured we could start by just kind of chatting about what do food waste and low impact living have to do with one another? So in terms of food waste, I think the reason that I feel called to make content about it is because from my perspective, it's something that we can all get behind. Um, people from all different backgrounds can be very motivated in reducing food waste for a variety of reasons. I know some people are really concerned about the greenhouse gas emissions that are associated with food waste and other people just want to save money. So I think it's something we can all get behind for so many reasons. And that's why I'm really, really passionate about it. Right. There's different angles you can pull from. So, you know, no matter what your drive is, there's something there for you. Something that I've, uh, I've, been learning a lot about recently and you know your work has played such a big role in that but it was also such an aha moment in this time of inflation is how much food we waste that could have actually been eaten so what are some examples of like upcycling food or you know repurposing you have that wonderful segment called cooking with garbage so i figured you could <laughs> share some examples there's so many different ways that you can eat garbage i mean i do have an entire series on it so it's hard to choose just one but I would say like the most wasted food, I think at the household level is probably greens, lettuce in people's fridge. It kind of tends to wilt or go bad pretty quick. So a really easy way to use up wilted greens is just to throw them in the freezer and then add them to your smoothie or add them to your next cooked dish when you 
have them in your freezer, you don't really have such a quick timeline and in which they need to be used up. Or you can always add them to a cooked dish. Like I like to add them to pasta with pesto or something so that they just kind of get cooked down anyways and the texture is not as important. But overall, we really have so much misinformation surrounding food freshness and we could really be extending the life of our food a lot more. Do you think that has to do with the expiry dates that I I know there's such like a gray area there that we see on the expiry dates um, at grocery stores? Does that play a role in that? Definitely. I think they're very, very misleading. There's a Best Buy, a Sell Buy, and there's not really a clear system for knowing when things have officially gone bad. And when it comes to something like cheese or milk, I know we do need to be a little bit more cautious maybe, but when it comes to something like a bag of carrots, honestly, you shouldn't be using that date as your end all be all. (laughs) You did share a really neat video that I would have never thought of otherwise. That was the uh, tops of strawberries. Can you explain what those could be used for? Yeah. So the tops of strawberries are actually completely edible and they have some nutrients in them for sure. So instead of just tossing them or, or, you know, better composting them, we can add them to things. I, I often throw them into the freezer and just throw them into my smoothies with the tops on because it's like two birds with one stone. You're getting your fruit and your greens. But that recipe was making a simple syrup out of them. So I just boiled them down with some sugar. I had no idea. Like the amount of time I've spent washing and then cutting off the tops of strawberries. And then it's like you look around and it's just this huge chunk of strawberry that I'm like, I could have eaten that, you know? Yeah, for sure. I didn't know they were edible either. I feel like why I love what I do is because I'm always learning more too. So I didn't know that either. That's part of this, though. I think it was as long as you keep your mind open, then you never know. I mean, there, it's just a world of opportunity, really. So uh, another great trick that you shared was, again, going to save you money. It's going to help avoid food waste is um, cooking and checking what's in your cabinets before you cook for the week. Can you just speak to what that might look like for someone you know who's completely new to reducing food waste? Right. So I actually even posted a video about that just a few hours ago, too, because it's a principle that I've really incorporated into my life. Just this idea that we feel like we have quote unquote nothing to eat when the reality is that you probably have a few things and what you can do is make a list of those things. Like today I had some rice and some kimchi and like some random seaweed snacks and some soy sauce. And I just made a little bowl out of it and it wasn't gourmet, but it was delicious and it got the job done. And instead of going to the grocery store, and spending more money on food and then forgetting even longer about the stuff that I already had, I was able to use it up. So that's something that we can really take into account when we're going to the store. I think it's really helpful to plan meals around what we already have. So if I have rice and I have beans, then okay, let's make burritos, you know, something like that. It's a lot easier. And in these times of inflation, as you mentioned, it can be really helpful in terms of saving a lot of money. So I don't think anyone could be against that. Right. It's going to make your trip to the grocery store shorter. Like 
all in all, this sounds like a big win-win. So why not at least give it a try? You have shared wonderful ideas and tricks on uh, preserving food in your fridge as well, like little hacks to just make the food last longer, which, you know, there's nothing more upsetting than opening your fridge, uh, you know, a couple of days after going grocery shopping and realizing the lettuce has gone brown or things like that. Can you share any of the uh, tricks that you had shared online about preserving some of the produce in your fridge. So storing produce is huge because it can help us extend the life of what we buy for so much longer. I mean, there's so many different hacks. My personal favorite is storing certain things in water in the fridge. So I store all of my lemons, limes, and other citrus in submerged in water in the fridge. It helps them last a lot longer. I store things like carrots and celery in water. It keeps them crispy for a really long time. So that is very helpful. Um, keeping greens unwashed until it's time to eat because they'll wilt faster if they're wet in the fridge. And I keep them in a container with a dry towel, like paper towel or Swedish dishcloth or something like that. That helps the greens last a lot longer, but you're going to have to stop me because I have so many. <laughs> Lemons and limes and water. I've never heard that before. I literally have some in the fridge right now, but they're just sitting like, why? I had no idea. <laughs> put them in water <laughs> yeah if we just hold this interview for a minute i have yes, some business we'll to it. take care of uh, where did your journey with sustainability begin um i was raised in a tiny beach town in florida and my parents were definitely environmentally aware and i was actually born on earth day which was unplanned i'm told so it sort of worked out that way but growing up near the ocean specifically in Florida, which is a state so vulnerable to climate change and being a very naturally outdoorsy person, it definitely opens your eyes to what's at risk here and what is already happening. So I became really, really invested pretty quickly. And then over time, just, it was really a big part of my life. So I almost went a little bit too extreme there for a bit. And now I try to take more of an approach that's a little bit more laid back and realistic. And I'm pretty happy with that. No, I love that. And I think that's kind of a perfect way to segue into my final question, because this is such an open conversation about learning. You know, there's room for everyone when it comes to doing a solid for our planet, right? And trying to take a step towards helping climate change mitigation. Or So if someone is completely new to this concept and they're feeling like a little overwhelmed, like this is all, you know, new information, what would be your advice to going back to the drawing board and chipping away at reducing their food waste? Wow, that's that's a great question. I, I want my content to always reflect just people in different areas of this journey because I sometimes make videos for really advanced people who are really into this that are complicated vegetable fermentation recipes. And then I make more simple recipes. So I want to meet everybody exactly where they are. And I want to be sure that people know that it's okay to not know what you're doing because we weren't taught any of this. Most of us weren't. This is a very hyper consumerist society that we live in. And I think the first step you can take in reducing food waste and reducing waste in general is doing our best to unlearn that mentality, that more, 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 more way of thinking that we have, especially here in the States. I think simply buying less, buying more mindfully, 
being a more mindful consumer, asking yourself, do I need this? When you go into the grocery store, am I going to cook this? What am I going to cook with this? Sometimes you look into your grocery cart and there's a lot of things that look good, but they don't really make sense together. It's like, what am I going to actually make with all these things? And that's where we have a risk of waste happening. So it's very helpful to be more mindful. It also helps to save a lot more money to kind of plan what you're going to eat and just be more of a mindful shopper. 100%. Thank you. I love that. And you know, if you do have the time to really learn about cooking selfishly, it's a fun creative challenge to look at your cabinets and you end up trying new recipes, you end up learning about foods in such a different way. And it kind of makes you more connected to your food in a sense, don't you think? Right. I I actually love it to a very abnormal extent. Like I have so much fun coming up with these recipes. I really enjoy it so much. So I I think it's really fun to get into your kitchen and get creative. There are lots of websites where you can put in exactly what you have and then it spits out recipes and tells you exactly what you need. And then you can go to the grocery store and get, I don't know, three things versus 20. Right. And make something really good that you maybe wouldn't have normally made. I think so many of us maybe didn't learn to cook or are kind of teaching ourselves. I know that I never really got a formal (laughs) cooking education. I just like to have fun and try new things and experiment and eating is my favorite thing. So it can be really fun when you look at it like a game. Well, thank you for everything that you share online and putting the TLC that you do into it to help educate us. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your time with Earth Care. It was such a pleasure to chat with you and meet you. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful for what you do, too. This is my favorite medium. I love podcasts. So I'm really grateful to know that there are great sustainability minded podcasts like yours. Thank you so much for checking out that episode of Earth Care and letting this podcast be a part of your day. Since you made it this far, here's a little sneak peek into the conversation we're having next week. The other thing, though, that is a deep-rooted problem is that the media is sponsored by advertising, and advertising is telling us to buy, 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 while the planet goes buy, 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 right? Uh. You can't actually fundamentally have a model of mass and intense consumerism brought to you by mass intense consumerism. Until then, we can also connect online at Earth Care Show on Instagram and TikTok. Head there to give those accounts a follow. And hey, if you have time, leave a review, message me with a review. I'd love to know what's on your mind, what's been clicking with you, and what topic you'd like to learn more about. You can also write to me on the website, earthcareshow.com. I'm your host, Sarah Christie, and the goal of this podcast is to get us talking about climate change. So let's chat.